Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. You're listening to The Gold Derby Show on The Gold Derby Podcast Network. Welcome back to Gold Derby. Christopher Rosen, I'm joined by Joyce saying, Joyce, we're back here in the daylight. We last did this, it was middle of the night. We were recapping uh, Critics' Choice Awards and BAFTA Awards. And yeah, we, we sprung ahead and there's still daylight out because we have an extra Great. hour. Uh, so uh, we're recording this on Wednesday. Oscar voting opens Thursday. So if you're listening to this on watching this on Thursday, uh, Oscar voting is happening right now. When we talked on Sunday night, we were both very enamored or, or in, enthused by Jane Campion's uh, just DGAF speech at the Critics' Choice Awards. And then, oh uh, yeah, I mean, it was like off the cuff, awkward as hell. And then, yeah, it it took a turn. And it took a turn we like. <laughs> immediately uh just a flashback we want to talk about this quick before we go into a lot of stuff oscar voting on pga awards wga awards uh the show itself you know continues to be a a, a fun uh disaster but uh on her speech she was direct just talking to venus and serena williams which we talked about as totally hilarious and just she did not seem to just just extemporaneously off the dome uh talking to them uh she said, Venus and Serena, you're such marvels. However, you don't play against the guys like I have to. And uh, it got cheers in the room. It did. Uh, it was awkward for sure. And then no, uh, I when because so before that, if you if you watch the whole speech, yes. she opens it by praising Halle Berry and praising Venus and Serena and asking sure. for tennis lessons and inviting Will Smith. Correct. And then she, she actually to come goes into her thank yous. Right. And she starts mentioning her category being up against men. And that's when she circles back to them. And I will say, when she started doing that, I was like, where are you going with this? I and also finished her thought. And I was like, this is very clunky, but I get what you're trying to do here, which is like girl power, down yes. with the men, down with the patriarchy. And then I actually, while we were recording on Sunday, I saw that tweet like circulate because they isolated that quote and it looks real bad by itself with no context. Pretty <laughs> rough. Bad. She tried to do the Kendall Roy going into the event, going F the patriarchy, uh, but it didn't really yeah, work. Yeah, like that, I, I, I got what she was doing. And see, the thing is, is like, if you substitute like Venus and Serena for, let's say, like Jessica Chastain, who won Best Actress, like you, you could see what she was trying to do because it would be like, Jessica, you don't have to go against these men because it's Best Actress against women, not Best sure. Actor, you know? Right. Just so, so uh, yeah. Not necessarily. But, uh, it was a flop joke. <laughs> It was definitely a flop. It definitely caught fire on social media. Now, in the in the aftermath of that, she was photographed at the Netflix after party with Venus and Serena, and they were at least allegedly dancing. Who cares? That was at a party. 
So we don't know really what Venus and Serena actually thought. But anyway, like cut to like less than, I mean, I would say like 12 hours later, she released a, a very, uh, very, uh, an apology. I'll read it to you, Joyce. Just, we're going over this, even though I feel like the whole world has moved on from this, but I feel like it's because we talked about it. Here's our apology. Twitter's not a real place, so. True. Uh, I made a thoughtless comment equating what I do in the film world with all that Serena Williams and Venus Williams have achieved. I did not attend, intend to devalue these two legendary Black women and world-class athletes. The fact is the Williams sisters have actually squared off against men on the court and off, and they have both raised the bar and opened the doors for what is possible for women in this world. The last thing I would ever do, uh, ever want to do is minimize remarkable women. I love Serena and Venus. Their accomplishments are titanic and inspiring. Serena and Venus, I apologize and completely celebrate you. I mean, I thought that if, if you, so the thing is, there were so many people who just saw that quote by itself. Yes. And I would say not all of them went back and watched a full speech or more no. because no. if she had just started her speech with that yeah like yikes for sure but I think it's it's kind of clear if you watch the whole speech that she admires them and she was trying to dunk on men and it made it seem like she was dunking on them it was rough yeah. you know yeah and then also yeah also when she said that I was like well mixed dubs and but I think in her mind Speaking off the cuff, she was just thinking about singles, which is true. They just face off against women in singles. I'm also going to guess, yeah. Joyce, not to, to besmirch uh, Jane Campion at all. I don't know if she's the most, uh, I don't know how much uh, she, like she did say she like took up tennis and she's into it. But I'm like, I don't know how, how much nuance, does she understand it as much? Like who's competing against No, who? not for sure. No, <laughs> so. like it, it I, and I think she was trying to just, you know, she, she might have been a little tipsy as well. You, you know, like that Tipsy's night. Say. Who can say? Um, like they fed them uh, the, the good hummus. version of of an off the cuff speech was Karen Culkin's, and the yes. bad version was hers because her it was like awkward from beginning to end. It sure was. So now I guess uh, if we're gonna read the uh, tea leaves, that was a great uh, up and down weekend for Jane. She started by just trashing Sam Elliott, got a lot of like uh, huzzas on on the social media. She got the full Twitter experience in twenty four hours, and then like, was she was just like moved. Twitter queen, right. and then canceled. Right. So now. Uh, Probably no bearing on the on the actual awards, right? We have we're going to come off of the Critics' Choice Awards. Uh, Power Dog remains seemingly a strong front runner here. Obviously, we have the PGA and WGA awards this weekend. So, if Power Dog is wins at the PGA awards, it seems likely then that we can expect it to win at the Oscars, right? It's the, it'll be a preferential yeah, ballot because that's the thing that's what what everyone is like saying its Oscar hopes hinges on. Like, can it win on a preferential ballot? So it's explain the same thing as last year, but like no my land. <laughs> explain to me, who's a dummy, why that's important uh, for for what we're going to see here. The preference because ballot. PGA is the only other uh, award show that uses a preferential ballot, like right. the Oscars. Right. So and so Power Dog has <laughs> has not had to compete with Coda on a preferential ballot, and really has only competed against Coda, I guess, at the Critics Choice Awards, at- and. And the Globes. And the Globes before Coda was the a thing, picture. and the Globes don't exist. Yeah. So, and and then it's won like you know a ton of critics awards. Um, not I mean, I don't know. There's like a hundred of them. So I don't know how many of them nominated Coda, but Coda has not won a lot of Best Picture awards. Right. And it's like the only place, I guess the only category where they've actually competed, and again, not a preferential ballot, then was Critics Choice Awards for Best Picture. And then Critics' Choice Awards Best Adapted Screenplay and BAFTA's Best Adapted Screenplay. 
right? That's really it. Those are the only places where they've been hit to head because Coda wanted SAG without a power of the dog to face. Uh, you know, and then the adapted yeah, like, screenplay. Yeah, like, Sean Hader was not nominated. Correct. So. so this is really, I guess, the show. This is like not the last stand for Coda because I do think it's a weird year. And like I've said many times, I think people are catching up with it late. I think they went back and watched Coda. And like you have said, it's a very uh, watchable movie. And so it's very easy watch. And I think people are enjoying it, right? And they're enjoying the emotions that it's eliciting, the tears and the laughs. And that's really what you're getting from Coda. And so, like, I'm not sure it'll definitely be over, but I do think that Power of the Dog has the edge. Now, Joyce, what are so for PGA? Why don't we start there? Uh, I still have Power of the Dog winning. I put it in there when we did these months ago, whenever it was, and I have not moved off. I'm going to stick with Power yeah, of the Dog. I, I still have Power of the Dog. I, I, I need to change the rankings under it, <laughs> like, but I'm going to stick with Power of the Dog. I updated my rankings. I have Coda 2, I have West Side Story 3, King Richard 4, and Belfast 5. Those are my top five. Yeah, like I'll put I'll put Coda into although like it's it's so hard to say exactly how much like how much of like the the buzz and hype around Coda is real. Right. You know, we like, won't I don't think we'd really know until this. Right. I think if it yeah, like because like, even if it loses, you, you still don't really know. Like it, it would have to true. win for us to know for sure. And it could, uh, I mean, it definitely, I could, like I said, I could see it winning. I don't know, like all the, the stats that we're going to throw out where it's like, I mean, Coda would be like literally a once in a if, lifetime. If, like if it ends up winning best picture, it will blow so many, it's missing so many things. Cause usually when you have these upsets, um, like, like a green book and you get like parasite even, you know, um, and, but like they, they had like the other nominations you need, like they might be missing one thing, you know? but they hit mostly everything else. And Coda is missing a lot of things. It, it is. No directing, no editing. Uh, no, yeah, like no no DGA. Right. Um, yeah, like I, a lot of things. So we've talked about this and like, I think it is a very, uh, compare, uh, in the battle versus Power of the Dog, I thought like we, and not, not to put words in your mouth, but you said this, like it is like Power of the Dog is more of a, you know, an international vibe and Coda is very American or, you know, American focused, right? Like in, in the sense that, uh, you know, it just seems like it's like a mainstream American movie, right? Where a power dog maybe has more international, you know, I mean, the irony being entrance. that Coda is a remake of a French film. Correct. So, so that is ironic. And obviously power dog is all about the American West, even though as Sam Elliott said, it was shot, not here. So it, it makes it invalid for him for whatever reason. Um, but I guess the one thing I would say about Coda is, and I don't know how you would tell this really, I guess, I could just be told it just who knows, but I look at it and I wonder, did a lot of we've been saying like Power Dog obviously had broad international support and like has the most nominations. Clearly, a lot of the branches loved it. I just wonder how many people actually watch Coda before the nominations and obviously enough to get it in. And it was a strong passion pick because like it got in. So probably had like a lot of top votes and it was, you know, a a strong contender for best picture and it got Troy in and it got adapted screenplay, but it didn't really land anywhere else. And I do wonder as more people visited who are Academy members, if maybe that was one they put off or didn't see and who knows what kind of reach Apple TV has around the globe, since it's not like, you know, Netflix <laughs> um, does, are we like undercutting if, if the nominations were like now would Coda have more nominations, I guess, would, would it have had an editing nomination or a DGA nomination or a director nomination? I mean, 
I don't know. I, I probably not, but maybe. And then maybe we're like discounting the broader Academy support for it that it has now compared to when the nominations happen. That you wouldn't be able to tell that, but I mean, am I just insane for thinking that? Um, I mean, I I definitely think more people are checking it out now on the back of its recent wins. Um, but it it's not a late film. Like it wasn't like it came out and this like it's been like months. In, yeah, I mean, it premiered at Sundance last year. Like people it's, knew it existed even if they didn't watch it for like nine months. And right. It premiered in August, and they've been campaigning since August. Right. So it and like like Marley Matlin was like everywhere, you know, right. and I feel like she should have been like an easy nomination somewhere like she should have gone into SAG. And I I feel like actors like this movie the most. Yes. Uh, like they're emotional creatures. We know that, you know, and we've um, seen a lot of the uh, actors have said they've been crying. They, they cried. Yeah. So we'll I, see I, at the PGA Awards. I think Power of the Dog remains the front runner for sure. Yeah. And, so. And and the thing is, is like I I do think, and you know, it got the writing nomination and everything, but I, like outside of those two branches, we don't really know how the rest of the academy feels about it. And you could say because it didn't nominate it anywhere that it's like rejecting it in the way that you know they rejected Spencer, but Spencer is also a lot more polarizing. Like this is a crowd pleaser, like right. through and through. Um, so, but I think. You know, like I, I think people in those branches, like the crafts branches, watch the movie. Like I don't think like zero people watched it, and I, I so don't. I, it's not like a craft heavy movie, but yeah, it should be able to maybe get song at least. Like it's that's the whole premise of the movie. Like she's trying to go to music school and she sings songs in the movie. You know, um, and like maybe even editing, but I. I, I wouldn't have expected to get anything else. And it's not really that type of movie. And when you talk about the movie, like, you know, this is not a knock on it, but no one really talks about the crafts of the movie, like not the editing, not the cinematography at all. You know, not even the directing, really. It's all about how it makes you cry. Right. You know? So, so I guess we'll and see. Then, so, so, so then like, the other thing is like, this is uh, PGA producers, right? Right. And then... So like one of the, the, you know, the arguments against a power of the dog win is like streaming Netflix. But now since like Coda has been surging, it's not really getting that same argument against it because it's the underdog. And even though it's on Apple and people are just kind of like, LOL, what if Apple wins best picture uh, before Netflix, like the Emmys on Hulu uh, won series first before Netflix, you know? And it's like, Apple is also a streaming service. Like, is there no Apple bias? Like, I know like the Netflix thing is completely different from Apple, but they're both still streaming services. And, you know, one big difference between how they each came on board the films is like Netflix was with Power to Dog from the beginning. Like it, it acquired it before it was even filmed. So it was backing it from the very start. Whereas Apple bought, Coda after it was a huge hit at Sundance for twenty five right. million dollars. Right. So it was and, very out, and over you could argue not overpaid because obviously it's done incredibly well and is like in the conversation here fifteen months later, but definitely probably went higher than Netflix obviously than all the other streaming services did because mm-hmm. of, they kind of had to because of like the underdog status of Apple TV even though it's Apple which is like Apple it's like a pretty big brand choice. I don't know if you know this Apple has got like I've a never heard of it before big yeah. market share on phones. Um, so that's best picture for PGA. 
any idea, any concept, if Bell, and no, none of these other movies have any shot here, right? No offense to these movies, but like, <laughs> there's no way that we're going to wait. We're going mean, to watch this. I mean, I think we should be predicting being the Ricardos. Yeah, certainly. That's got such really? a broad yeah, support, on, right? Go. Yeah. Uh, um, yeah. I like, you know, I think people for the longest time thought Belfast was number two, but it hasn't won anything right. really. Um, like its biggest win so far is best British film at BAFTA. It couldn't even win screenplay there. Right. Um, but one screenplay, uh, it won best ensemble and at the, uh, at it the won Critics three awards at Critics Choice. Yeah. yeah. Two time yeah. Critics Choice award winner, Jude Hill. Yeah. Yeah. So, so uh, not industry jo- though. <laughs> Joyce, let's do go through these uh, PGA nominations. PGA, we could go through our winners, I guess, quick. So animated is next. That I feel like has turned into a bit of a, a scrum now. I, I, we had. I've been way out. I felt like Encanto had like kind of swarmed the field, but I'm like Mitchell's versus the machines has 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 hung tough, and I could see it. If it wins here, I think it will win at the Oscars. But I still have Encanto in first. But I think it's it's neck and neck now. Um, I still have Encanto, so I I I still think that's bigger than. Mitchell's versus machines, even if you might think Mitchell versus machines is the better movie. Yeah. I, I think Mitchell's versus machines probably is the better movie overall, but I mean, it doesn't have the, the songs that Encanto does. It's a tough, it's tough. Obviously all the songs in Encanto are, as we said, all bangers, but uh, Mitchell's versus machines does not have that many bangers. It has a Rihanna song. So that counts maybe as a banger. Uh, and but, I mean, like, well, last year was sold. That was easy. And then the year before, Toy Story, or yeah, right. I think I think it's close. I, I feel I like Disney just dominates this. I think, like Spider Verse, definitely won, but that was a phenomenon, right? So it it be like Incredibles two and everything. So right, and I don't think Mitchell's vs. Machines is a phenomenon. No offense, I really enjoyed it, and I love the animation. Um, really fun. But it's, but it's, I appreciate that they're keeping it in the conversation. Uh, yeah. For documentary joints, I have Summer of Soul winning here. How about yourself? Same. Feels like uh, I think it like we I think that's kind of wrapping up personally, but I guess we'll see. Flea obviously is a strong contender for two. Mm-hmm. And yeah, like he Questlove, uh, he lost the DGA, um, but he he rebounded with BAFTA mm-hmm. and Critics Choice. So yes. Now, do you want to go through these TV nominees quick, or should we go to WGA and then come back, circle back to TV at the uh, end? I don't know. What should we do? Should Why don't we, we go to TV, WGA since we're just sticking okay. on film stuff? So WGA, obviously, the nominees were a little different. A, a lot of the, uh, ineligible films. Correct. A lot of ineligible films, but the original screenplay still kind of did a decent job, at least three for five. So uh, Licorice Pizza, Don't Look Up, King Richard, Being Ricardo's, and the French Dispatcher nominees. No Belfast, no... Uh, what's the fifth nominee, Joyce? How am I blanking on it? At the uh, worst person in the world. Right. No worst person in the world. So obviously being the Ricardo's here would win, right? No. Sorry. Uh, I mean, the guilds do love Sorkin more than Ampus, so. But um, I think it'll be PTA. Seems likely to be PTA here. Now that sets us up for PTA versus Kenneth Branagh again at the Oscars. Uh, mm-hmm. PTA won at the uh, Craig's Choice Awards, Lundata. right? No, PTA no. won BAFTA, BAFTA. and Kenneth won Critics' Choice Awards. And PTA will probably win WGA. Kenneth cannot win WGA. 
And then we line up for that as a, as a knockdown drag out battle at the Oscars. I still think the Oscars are going with Belfast. I'm going to end up picking Belfast there probably. I mean, at this point, that category is Belfast's best chance for a win. So I think probably the only place it could win. Right. So probably the only place it could win. Uh, Definitely overall, the stronger movie at the Academy. Licorice Beats only had three win uh, nominations and Belfast had seven, right? Mm-hmm. And I just like, I feel like, I think I'll just stick with like if P- PTA wins WGA, I'll just stick with him for an Oscar. So, I mean, we'll see if it, if it happens. I don't know. I just think I, like we've talked about, I'm always like, I don't know if these movies can go home empty handed. And they did seem to like they Belfast, do. but time and again, they do like go people home. were like, can Irishman go home empty handed? And it did visual effects. I'm like, right. why, why would you do right. that? And it, it happens all the time. So I, I am always, I feel like I'm a moth to a flame on that. I'm always like, they liked it enough. You, to nominate you just all want everyone times. to win something. And I'm like, they don't think this way. Everyone gets a trophy Joyce here. This is yeah. the millennial Oscars. Everyone gets a trophy. And no, it's not a participation I, class. So, so I, I wonder if it is though, but I'll, so I'll but I definitely, PTA will probably win here. If he lost here, uh, that would be a pretty big upset at this point. Like who, who, I don't even know. Who do I have in second here? Hold on. I have uh, Adam McKay in second. Oh yeah. I have don't look up. <laughs> and I think that would probably play, but I wonder, does King Richard come on strong? And actually if that win, I would not be totally shocked if King Richard won here. Zach Balin's script is not necessarily the strongest point of the movie when people talk about it, but it was a really good script. Obviously a blacklist script. People really liked it. If there's affection for the movie, maybe it wins here. And of these nominees, it's the strongest best picture contender. Uh, yes. Um, but yeah, like from a writing standpoint, I, I don't know. Like he's also like a known. So I feel like I just, I, I feel like even though King Richard is like the, the, maybe the bigger best picture player at the Oscars that Ligurish pizza is the more respected script. Right. Yeah. I so. think that's fair. I, I definitely think that's fair for adapted screenplay choice. The nominees were, Again, lots of ineligibles, so no power of the dog here, obviously, as we'll see. But Coda, West Side Story, Tick, Tick, Boom, Dune, Nightmare Alley. I had West Side Story and Tony Kushner here for the longest time. I wish, God. But I dropped it for Coda because, obviously, Coda has a— Coda's going to uh, win this. Coda's going to win. Uh, but it's only up against one of its Oscar rivals, which is Dune. Correct. <laughs> so. West Side Story, again, just absolutely criminal that that script was not nominated. I mean, if you're going to pick— uh, an adaptation of a uh, a previous it's it's not even an adaptation of the previous movie it's an adaptation of the stage production. Um, I would go West Side Story because you know Nightmare Alley is also an adaptation. Um, yes, or uh, like the previous film. Um, truly an offensive snub to me that he was yeah. not nominated at the Oscars. Um, but yeah, Coda. We'll take this. So it'll look on paper really strong because it also won BAFTA, obviously, um, against actual like Oscar competition. But here it's just facing Dune, which has no shot of winning. So this goes to what I was saying, I think, when we talked on Sunday. I do wonder if it won BAFTA, not just because they like this. I just wonder without it against without having it against Power of the Dog in Best Film, if you loved Coda and you were a BAFTA voter, the only places you could vote for it were Troy Kotzer and then Script. So 
if you divorce well they can for, vote for amelia jones and best actress. sure but i mean i think if you divorce the act like if you love the movie i guess you could say i love the movie so much troy is going to represent the movie but i do think you would think like picture or script or director would be how you show your love for the film itself not just the performances and i wonder how much that played a factor in it and so if you were a power of the dog fan and you also loved coda then you were going to go Coda on script because you knew you were going to vote Power of the Dog for film. And I wonder with this at the Oscars, then how does that translate? Does when people have the opportunity to vote for Coda as their number one for best picture, then do they go for Power of the Dog basically, uh, you know, for adapted screenplay? I don't know. Um, well, I mean, for best picture at the Oscars, it's preferential. So you don't pick one. So I think you like the the ranking thing is just a completely separate beast because also for either one of them to win, if you assume they're the top two, like they just need to be ranked higher relative to the other. It doesn't really matter if like the second place or like your, your lower choice is like in third place or like 10th really. Right. If if, like, it's just a two of them at the end. Um, But like, I mean, like I said last time, like I, I personally don't, vote like that like i would have to really 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 love a movie for me to like completely check it down the ballot like i don't know if like if if i were a coda stan and i'm like i need to vote for this movie at bafta like i'm just gonna check it off and adapt its screenplay even if i don't think the screenplay was the best part but i just really liked it i, think I don't people know do vote. but i think i think, I think the like other that. thing is is that if if people are just like checking it out now I think they could be caught up in like the immediate aftermath of emotion for it. Like if, if they just finished watching it, cause BAFTA voting closed on March 8th. So after they won SAG, so if they're like, Oh, I need to like check out Coda cause it just won two awards and Oh my God, it made me cry past the Kleenex. I'm going to vote for it now. So I don't know, like maybe like, you know, Oscar voting starts tomorrow, maybe with like a little bit more distance <laughs> since they've seen the film like maybe they've settled down and they wouldn't immediately vote for it. I don't know. Cause sometimes you're just like super reactionary in the moment. Yeah. I don't know. That's, that's what I'm trying to figure out. And that's what I mean. Like with the, I could just, it's weird. I could really see it losing adapted. I guess this is impossible, but I could really see it losing adapted screenplay at the Oscars and Coda? still winning best picture. Coda. I think it would have to win screenplay to win best picture. Possibly. I mean, that seems like the likely thing, but I don't like, think. It, it, but then they will win all three, which is crazy to begin right. with. Right. And I just wonder, like, if we're using. It, when we did this last week and we were predicting that we did not expect Coda to win there, right? At BAFTA. That's, I okay, guess, my listen, point. If you, if you told me Sunday morning that Coda was going to win a screenplay award, I would have said at Critics' Choice. Like, I don't think anyone thought Coda like would win adapted screenplay. Right. Again, not a slight. No, on, it was just like the other yeah. four are just the other three contenders in that category were Power and Dog, Drive My Car, and Lost Daughter, and Dune. And you could argue all four of them have better, had going into the weekend, had bigger and better bona fides than Coda did as a And I would also argue that they're, not not to make this like difficulty points, like acting wise, like, ooh, like he suffered more while acting. Oh, sure. Like they're more challenging. Yeah. Like it's like, I think Dune is harder to adapt. Right. And Coda was right. 
So yeah. I guess my, I guess what I'm trying to figure out, and it's impossible to know, is that it, did it win at the BAFTA Awards because it was the best script or because it had no, there was no other place to vote for it? And then how does that translate to the Oscars at all, if at all? Does that mean that it's a, like, I guess I'm still not convinced, even if it wins WGA, which we expect it will, that the script itself is a front runner. I could still think that that could go either way on Oscar night. But yeah. I do wonder that it, I don't know how that connected that is to its best picture chances. I know it seems like it has to win script for it to win best picture, but it could also lose script and still win best picture. I, don't, I would not be surprised. It, if that, that would just break even more stats because it's like best picture definitely, has either carried director or screenplay. And in yes. the preference era, it's usually more screenplay than director. Yes. So, it would be like, it would and be it can't win director. It would just be unhinged. It really like would. When, when Green Book won screenplay, I was like, it's winning best picture. Well, of course, right. Like that was like a key moment, but I could just see that happening here where it doesn't even win screenplay. And then we're still like, oh, wow, Coda won best picture. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Um, let's do, uh, before we go, <laughs> I, want, I guess we could do, we're out of uh, we're out of film stuff here. Oh, I guess. Well, well documentary. Documentary screenplay. screenplay. Where the nominees were Becoming Cousteau, Like a Rolling Stone, and Exposing Muy, Muy Bridge. I uh, have Becoming Cousteau. I have Becoming Cousteau also. Good for us. Um, so why don't we continue through the TV stuff here? I think we could like kind of burn through these because they're pretty obvious and except for maybe one and then we could go back to pga for tv but for comedy series the nominees were ted lasso hacks only murders curb your enthusiasm and what we do in the shadows i'm sticking with ted lasso even though it's wga and i could see like hacks having more cachet um i put hacks in here in january apparently i i don't know should i stick with it (laughs) i mean probably i think it would not be unheard of for ted lasso to not win here Hacks, I think, is I the writer show. Year. Right. But Hacks is like the writer show, it feels like. Yeah. That is seemingly um, what it is. Um, yeah. So, so. I, don't, I don't know. I don't know if I'll keep that because like Ted is the safer choice, obviously. Right. Um, but and, you know, Hacks, Hacks won the Emmy over Ted, which had multiple episodes. Right. So, so. that would be the reason Hacks went in. But it's not only one Ted here versus one Hacks. Right. Or the, the group of uh, cumulativeness. I don't know. I'm sticking Ted Lasso, but I think hacks could win. Great commentary. Um, yeah, I think, well, I think hacks will win uh, another category here as well. So I don't know if I want to keep it two for two. So that's why I kept it. But so we'll move on to drama series choice. Uh, the nominees were Succession, Yellow Jackets, Loki, Morning Show, and Handmaid's Tale. Succession, all the way. I'm going to go with Loki now. Nice. I wish. <laughs> Succession, congratulations. It'll probably sweep this weekend. Yeah, I think so. so. Uh, but new TV series, Joyce, uh, this is what you were talking about for Hacks. The nominees were Hacks, Only Murders, Yellow Jackets, Loki, and Reservation Dogs. I have Hacks here, which is why I think Ted Lasso will win in the comedy series category. Um, I also wonder, like, if Yellow Jackets could win here. So I think if Hacks wins comedy, then they could give Yellow Jackets here. And I guess then you have to wonder, are like are Yellow Jackets and Hacks more beloved at the moment than Ted Lasso? Um, well, they're no. Well, Hacks is older because it finished airing its first season before season two of Ted even premiered. Right. Um, obviously, Yellow Jackets is the most recent. So and I don't are they? I don't think either because we, we don't predict the episodic categories here, but I don't mm-hmm. think 
either Ted or Hacks had a episode nominated. I should look that up. I don't think they did. Um, so, yeah, I think I'm not going to predict Yellow Jackets, but I, I, I could see it winning. Very sharp show. People, people like it. So, yeah. Okay, episode of comedy. Um. Yeah, it's Dave the Great. Only murders in a building. Reservation Dogs. Superstore and the Wonder Years. Yeah. So neither of them have a an episode nominated. Interesting. Mm-hmm. Uh, for variety talk series, the nominees were Conan, Last Week Tonight, Thesis and Mero, and the problem with John Stewart. I'm I'm going with Conan just for like nostalgia factor. I don't think it. Last year I think Thesis and Mero won. John Oliver's won in the past, so those would probably be the two favorites. Uh, but yeah, I'm like Conan. Last hurrah, why not? I would love for him to win. Um, I guess with like Daisy Zamero winning last year, like that's a precedent for someone else winning besides yes. like John Oliver, unlike at the Emmys. Correct. And I don't so, know how much people actually pay attention to this. And I can't say I'm the biggest Conan watcher, but I can say that the John Oliver, uh, not as memorable as it's the same show. It's a good show, obviously, but I was like, there was nothing uh, for the last season of John Oliver that stood out as a, a thing you could point to as, as a reason, you know, that's, I guess, but I don't know. People love John Oliver last week tonight. So it's like, they just kind of vote for it. That's seemingly how it wins all the time. It's kind of a lazy choice. Right. So. Yeah. They should give it to Conan. I have John Oliver. Maybe should I switch to Conan? I don't know if I'm going to go out on a limb for two things here with Hacks. I'm going out on a limb with Conan. You could go out on a limb with Hacks, I guess. But Conan's your boy. You love Conan. I love Conan. Uh, I know. Listen, we we predicted his Emmy nomination. Yes. So he wasn't going to win. No. <laughs> uh, for Variety Sketch Series, the nominees were SNL. I think you should leave How To with John Wilson. That damn Michael Chain pause with Sam Joy. I went with SNL. Yes. And then for long form adapted Underground Railroad made WandaVision impeachment in Halston. And I went with Underground Railroad. Great adaptation. Yeah, I, I need to switch to Underground Railroad because I put in uh, WandaVision just to support it in January. Nice. <laughs> but um, I'm very glad Underground Railroad is having a better winter season than it did at Emmys. It, it got really hosed with its uh, like premiere or, or like its release, like all the episodes at once, which is a. A hard sit. It was a hard sit. And it's funny that uh, that, uh, Amazon has moved off of that. Uh, The Mrs. Maisel, they were doing two episodes a week to finish it out. And Um, I think that Underground Railroad would have benefited greatly from that kind of rollout. That said, it always seemed like more of a industry, like guild. uh, Well, Emmys is industry. I just think it was like, it was a a late date. And I know why they wanted to do it late. But all at once was just like rough. Yeah. Yeah. but it's, it's, you know, Barry Jenkins won DGA, so Thuso's won um, that, their new, like, TV Spirit Award, mm-hmm. um, and won a Globe, so, yep. yeah. And then original long-form Joyce, the nominees were Mayor of Easttown, White Lotus, Midnight Mass, Them, and American Horror Story, Double Feature, and I got our pals at Mayor of Easttown winning. I have that, too. Um, I think... Is, is the favorite White Lotus, and I could see that winning. But I I just, like, really love the, like, Mare in general, but that script does so much, and it's so subtle. Um, but I, I could see White Lotus winning, although it hasn't performed as strongly, like, during its guild run, and Mare is obviously stronger, so. Right. 
I'm going to stick with Mayor. I think White Lotus is good, and Mike White, I think, did a great job with it. But I think Mayor is. I think they're yeah, going to stick I'm with gonna, the blockbuster appeal of Mayor. Mayor. Uh, back to the PGA. So we're swinging back to the TV PGAs. Uh, drama series with Succession, Squid Game, Yellowstone, Handmaid's Tale, and Morning Show. I'm sticking with Succession here, but I think if there's anywhere that Squid Game could actually win a best series, it's here because, like, if we consider like producers as a metric of success and squid game is like the most popular show in the last few years. So I could see winning, but I'm going to stick with succession. Uh, I'm just doing succession. So. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Ted Lasso hacks only murders Cobra Kai and curb for TV comedy series. Ted Lasso. Yes. Ted. Um, I don't know. Yeah. This is kind of boring. <laughs> yeah. Mayor limited, limited series is mayor, white Lotus, WandaVision, underground railroad and dope sick. I'm sticking with mayor. Yes, I have Mayor. Uh, TV movie. This one, a little different than some of the ones we've done in the past. Oslo, Single All the Way, Robin Roberts Presents, Mahalia, Come From Away, 8-Bit Christmas, and Tom Petty, Somewhere You Are Feel Free. I put Oslo in the top here. It feels like any of number of these could win, but... I mean, least... it like, you could, yeah, you could tell me any of them is winning, and I'll be like, sure. Yeah. So, Strange. I guess uh, Oslo was the safest? I think so, and it won, I think, at the Critics' Choice Awards, I believe, in this category, so... Mm-hmm. Uh, for TV variety program, John Oliver, SNL, Colbert, Daily Show, and Dave Chappelle, The Closer. Uh, last John week, Oliver. <laughs> John Oliver, for sure. Uh, reality series, RuPaul, Top Chef, America's Got Talent, The Boys, and Nailed It. I went with RuPaul. I have RuPaul, but I think it'll be cool if Top Chef won, because that was one of its most acclaimed seasons in years last yes. year. So I, I have Top Chef. Yeah, that would show, season. like taste and like they're actually paying attention if it won right yeah i have i have it in second and then uh the last one here best non-fiction series actually pretty cool category the beatles get back alan verse pharaoh queer eye stanley tucci searching for italy in 60 minutes and with the beatles get back yes same although it'll be great if the tucci won be very fun if tucci won but i think that's it so those are our pga and wga winner predictions and yeah so we'll see what happens i mean power of the dog over coda i think Either I think you'll have more proof that Power of the Dog is a front runner and probably continuing on. If it wins, if it loses, I think Coda will become more of a more popular pick. But I still well, don't that's think that's even like Coda wins. Because the other thing is, we should talk about this earlier. Is like I don't like everyone's been searching for the alternative to Power of the Dog, right? But there's been no solid number two, and now you're just assuming Coda is number two, right? So, but what if? it's still that's support for number uh, uh, number two is still fractured which so, it might be yeah and it won't because, be enough for any of them to overtake power of the dog right in a preferential ballot you could argue that belfast obviously has a strong pocket of support that west side story probably still has a bunch of stands out there and that king richard is like remains a strong yeah and like power of the dog could be the number two for all of those people and like we like had said if before, they don't love it they could just like respect it and admire so that was like kind of like we talked about that way back when that it felt like Power of the Dog was the obvious front runner because no matter who you are, save Sam Elliott, you were like, Power of the Dog is either okay, it's good, or it's a masterpiece. It wasn't like polarizing at all, really. No, and it's it's weird because like there is um, like anti-dog sentiment out there. Now it is. Yeah, now, but I think it's it's not because people actually hate the movie sans Sam Elliott, but it's because they're just tired of it being the front runner. So they're looking for something and like Belfast hasn't really performed as right. a solid number two yet. 
And I wonder how savvy do you have, do you think the voters are like, obviously in a preferential ballot, if you were like, I want Coda to win. I also like power of the dog. I'm going to, I don't think, I don't think most voters are that savvy. I don't think a lot of them understand how it works. <laughs> I don't either. And I don't, so like you would want to bury power of the dog at the bottom of your ballot, basically. Right. Like on as much as possible. And but again, it just, that even you would if you also like have it. to assume that like Coda and Power of the Dog will be the remaining two films there. And you just have no way of knowing that. Correct. So, and I do think while Coda has presented itself as a very popular pick, those other movies that we mentioned are all still strong contenders and have big support. I think obviously King Richard is possibly going to win two Oscars, right? Like best actor and best editing Belfast. We were just talking about as like a player for maybe screenplay. These are like major awards. West side story has best supporting actress and, you know, should have had way more, uh, but alas. It could still, like, maybe sneak out a craft category, because I don't know about Dune completely dominating below the line. So you had suggested perhaps, uh, you had suggested perhaps that we end up with, like, a West Side Story production design win. I mean, that's, that's I wanted to pull Lincoln. <laughs> and... The I guess the case for that is while Dune is dominated and Nightmare Alley has seemed like a good option, do they like kind of cancel each other out because there's equal support and Dune and that West Side Story kind of like swoops in, perhaps? I don't know. I mean, yeah. It, the other thing is like um, Dune, I don't know. I mean, like the editing category is like completely haywire. Um, and like you, like everyone thought Dune was winning and it hasn't actually won anything. <laughs> Yeah, I have. I still have King Richard there. It's the funny thing is, if West Side Story was nominated, I absolutely think it would win. Oh yeah, there. it was completely Rob line. At least it won Critics Choice. <laughs> it, it's pretty wild. Like I, it, with the way the nominees have shaken out and the way the season is shaken out, like West Side Story probably would have won <laughs> editing. If yeah, it was like in there. that was impeccable editing. The entire sequence from Dance at a Gym through Tonight is it's it's ridiculous and it's it's so it's so funny to me that i'm just like it didn't even get nominated yet if it was nominated really killed it's like best picture momentum like there there were a lot of a lot of hiccups along the way but the guilds like really uh yeah brutal rough so rude but yeah i i I don't know if like dune will sweep everything like we were predicting that for it at the baftas as well and it didn't do that there so no I don't think it's going to win editing and we'll see if it wins production design. I kind of think it will. Cause like I said, they went out into outer space, Joyce, they built all these things on yeah, other planets. Space is real. <laughs> so real. Uh, last thing, Joyce, before we wrap up, the, the Oscar broadcast continues to be kind of a dumpster fire a little. So uh, <laughs> they're going ahead with the eight categories in the pre-show. And we have talked about like, at what point does one of the actors say they're not going to go out? The idea was, they want the actors and the, the top line talent, perhaps, to be on the red carpet between seven and eight for ABC uh, to do the pomp and circumstance while the uh, craftspeople uh, are in the theater getting their Oscars. Sets up kind of an awkward situation because you could have, uh, you know, major winners who have actors to thank not in the room or, you know, directors or whatever it is. And we were wondering when that was going to happen, when that dam was going to break. And it seemingly broke this week with uh, Jessica Chastain, who is still the front runner for best actress, ready to pull an iron lady with uh, her hair and makeup team, bringing them along for an Oscar as well. And that means the hair and makeup team are going to win while Jessica Chastain is talking to Mark Malkin or whoever on the red carpet. Uh, and she said this week on the next best picture podcast, she absolutely, will, absolutely, quote, will be present when the makeup team and the makeup category is being called. And if that means I'm not doing press on the red carpet or ABC or whatever it is, then so be it. 
And she went on to say, the most important thing for me is to honor the incredible artisans who work in our industry. Uh, that seems like it could be like the first of a first launch of many of these performers doing something. I mean, I similar. think they should all do. I think even if your film is not nominated in one of those eight categories, you should just skip the carpet and go in there and support them. So you would say like the hair and makeup, like would uh, Lady Gaga decide to skip the carpet to go in to see if her team wins, you know, perhaps, right? Because yeah, yeah. Gucci is a contender. Um, no, no one on the carpet. <laughs> it could, I, this could be the first of what could and be also, I, like awkward if, thing. If Jessica wins, she should absolutely bring her hair and makeup team up on stage with her. Like you wonder should, if that could happen. Do that. Like I, I honestly wins. think that could happen for a lot of these. Like, I mean, Will Smith obviously is another one. So King Richard, yeah, uh, Martin. Is, like bring Pamela Martin up if 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 she wins, and you know it wasn't broadcast live, and they they edited her speech into the yep. broadcast. Or like if West Side Story somehow wins production design for Ariana DeBose to go and and do that as well. I, I it's pretty wild. I think, or you know, I, I don't know. I guess we'll see. I I do wonder how many more of these uh, stars will do this, but. Kudos to Jessica Chastain for being the first up here to say that yeah, she's I don't, not going to. Production design is not one of the eight, is it? I don't. Think I thought it was one of the eight. Yeah. Was uh, it? I, believe, I, don't know. I don't remember anymore. I believe the eight categories. I have it here. Hold on. Oh yeah, no, they 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 just um they just kept the the categories with a Disney like contender like Cruella <laughs> like costumes. Right. right. <laughs> oh oh yeah, and then the the presenters we're gonna have like a Disney princess reunion. So you had this. Did you go yeah. go through your uh, whiteboard on that? Uh, tell me. Tell Where, me why I, well, you... I need to pull up the presenters. Where's oh. Oh, hang on. Do you have yesterday's announcement? <laughs> Let me look. Hang on. I do have it here. Hang on. Let's see. Uh, this is scintillating stuff. As we, do. I know, just the, the my, presenters my that they announced. The presenters they announced yesterday included Hallie, uh, Hallie Bailey, Puff Daddy, Jamie Lee Curtis, Woody Harrelson, Samuel L. Jackson, Sean Mendes, Tyler Perry, and Tracy Ellis Ross. Previously announced presenters include Ruth Carter. Kevin Costner, Anthony Hopkins, Lily James, Daniel Kaluuya, Zoe Kravitz, Mila Kunis, Lady Gaga, John Leguizamo, Simu Lee, Rami Malek, Lupita Nyong'o, Rosie Perez, Chris Rock, Naomi Scott, Wesley Snipes, Uma Thurman, John Travolta, and Yoo Jung So some of those yeah. names stood out to you, Joyce. Explain. Yeah. So as we know, they want to do like reunions, right? Yes. That's uh, what, that was the rumor that they want to do. Yeah. And like you can, you can figure out some possible film reunions among these names, but they did like yesterday did Halle Bailey, not Halle Berry, which a lot of people thought <laughs> that's what, who it was. Um, and as you know, previously announced Lily James and Naomi Scott, they've all played or are playing Disney princesses, Ariel, Cinderella and Jasmine from Aladdin. And, you know, as we know, a, another version of Cinderella is up for hashtag Oscars fan favorite the Camilla Cabello, uh, Cabello version. So what if that wins and they present it to them? So it seems like that when, when they first announced that the fan favorite was voting was going on, that was the surprise jump ahead winner, right? It was ahead of even justice league, which is not eligible and army of the dead and Johnny Depp's mini Mata. Uh, and it was Cinderella even ahead of Spider-Man. Uh, and yes, this is definitely the tea leaves are there to say that it is perhaps Cinderella that they'll be presenting. Because voting, uh, voting closed March 3rd. I don't know why they closed it so early. <laughs> so they get their ducks in a row, I guess, I, to get yeah, this ready. Line, I'd line up, yeah, and then they could they could uh, preview The Little Mermaid. Correct. and Or, or, or Snow White, because Rachel Zegler is playing Snow White and could also be in attendance. So 
She's in London, though. Are they going to, like, zoom her in? Yeah, well, they probably bring her in, right, for the show. I mean, she's going to support her movie. I'm sure she'll get, like, a dispensation to come. Uh, the other reunions here. So are, are you, like, are you saying she's going to be the next batch of presenters? Yes, I do think she'll be the next batch of presenters. <laughs> Absolutely. Um, the other not, the other reunions here that I could see just, like, kind of put these words together. Uma Thurman, John Travolta, and Samuel Jackson. Yeah, you, uh, you can like, figure that out. Pulp <laughs> Fiction. Uh, Woody Harrelson and Wesley Snipes and Rosie Perez for White Men Can't Jump. That'll I mean, be fun. You know, great choice, because I don't think a lot of people would have clocked that one. No, that's awesome, though. Yeah. Uh, what else did you see here? Any other ones? Um, I don't think so. But I think with some of these names, you could just be like, oh, they're going to um, announce their song nominee, like Mila Kunis. Yes. Or like Four Good Days, you know? They haven't announced think- the, the, the song performances yet. But you right. can see that happening. John Leguizamo for Encanto. Uh, um, yeah. Not not Bruno though. Right. <laughs> um, yeah, interesting stuff there. I, I'd be I'd be excited to see what other reunions they have. I think the biggest rumor that or hope diction was that you would have the Godfather cast reunite to present Best Picture. It was fifty years this week anniversary. Right. So that would be pretty dope if you have like Robert Duvall, Al Pacino, James Caan, Diane Keaton, and Francis Ford Coppola come on out to do Best Picture. Yeah. And give it to Coda. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> which which yeah. one of them is going to read it? Should they read it in unison? <laughs> Based on that group, I would say probably Al would read it, I think. Maybe Diane yeah, Keaton. No, he would add a flourish to it. Or maybe Al and Diane Keaton together could do it. Did you read his um, New York Times interview for the anniversary? It was great. I did yeah. read his New York Times interview yeah. for his anniversary. I love, I cannot get enough Godfather anniversary stuff choice. I feel like we've been doing Godfather anniversary stuff for two years because last year they released the Coppola director's cut of part three and they did a ton of press around that as well. I, I interviewed Diane Keaton for that. She was a hoot. Uh, part three is still I mean, a good when movie. when is she not? She was awesome. Uh, I think she had, when I was talking to her while on her phone, she was like, somebody came because she potentially had a gas leak in her house that was getting fixed. Uh, super funny. Well, that's, she, that's dangerous. Yeah, so. no, she was fine though. Everything was fine. Uh, so she was great. But yeah, I love the Godfather stuff. Weigh in on the reunion. Um, yeah, I, would, I, I mean, I would I would prefer that they don't announce that. Like you know, the the first time they didn't announce Warren Beatty and Faye Dunaway, right? Or even though people were kind of like, oh, Bonnie and Clyde for the years, like you should do it, and then they did it, and, right? You know, and then we had Envelope Gate. So <laughs> amazing. All right, all right, Joyce. We'll we'll talk again soon. Uh, I guess. Uh, is- yeah, next week is our final predictions. Yeah. I do want to read you one last thing before we go. I saw this just okay. now. Last thing, promise. Uh, this is Jared Leto on Lady Gaga's Oscar snub, Joyce. It was a shock and a surprise. She should get an invite to every Oscars just to have her there. She's an amazing artist who does such brave work. She should be celebrated for everything in my book. Jared Leto, we salute you. That's great. I, I love his undying devotion. Amazing. Gaga. He loves, uh, you know, Paolo loves uh, Lady Gaga. It, you know, like she, she soars like a pigeon in his world. So <laughs> every, right. every year, huh? <laughs> uh, all right. I mean, Joyce. she's going this year, so. She is going again. Yeah. She'll present yeah. something, right? Or is she going? She's presenting something. And then I think she's going to like book it back to the, the party that she's hosting with Elton right. John. So, right. Yeah. All right, Joyce. We'll talk soon. All right. Bye. Bye. <laughs> For all things Hollywood competition and award season, head to goldderby.com and 
follow us on social media at Gold Derby.